0: Here's what the president of China has to say about this. I think this will put us at ease. Whether we can cope with the Internet is a matter that affects the development of socialist culture, the security of information, and the stability of the state. This is what President Hu Carrot said in 2007. Well, it's a huge machine they're putting together to block the Internet. A huge machine. And this is the difference between a free society... America, and a few others, and unfree societies like China. I mean, they can they can make all the soccer balls with their teeth in prison that they want to, but if they don't have the internet, they're just not living in the real world. So, here it goes. They have this huge... Huge system of censorship that uh, it's a vast state uh, um, uh, apparatus that uh, monitors and surveils the internet in every city, wherever you have an internet connection. This is according to Kang, an analyst of China's censorship system, who's at the University of California, Berkeley. Through that system, they get to every major website With content under a 2005 state council regulation, personal blogs, computer bulletin boards, and even cell phone text messages are deemed part of the news media subject to sweeping restrictions on their content. Yeah, they are, you know, chat messages are news media. It's people talking to each other. The Chinese have every reason to be afraid of all those chat messages. They do because it's going to bring them down. The Ministry of, Inf- uh, of Industry and Information Technology tried last year to expand automated censorship nationwide through mandatory green dam software that could remotely update lists of banned topics. Green dam. What about that dam that they, uh, <laughs> they built in the middle of China and threw, what, millions of people out of their homes so that they could create electric power? And who could say no? So now it's a green dam. Little ears on your uh, internet and uh, in your cell phone looking for you to say, carrot. What do I think of Chairman Carrot? Another strategy is manipulation. In recent years, local and provincial officials have hired armies of low-paid commentators to monitor blogs and chat rooms for sensitive issues that uh, then spin online comment in the government's favor. These people are like, Paid very low wages and they sit around all day responding to criticism in blogs and websites. Mr. Zhao, the guy from Berkeley, says in Xiaozhou, in a city southwest of Beijing, they deployed 35 internet commentators and 120 police officers to defuse online attacks on the local police after a traffic dispute. This is insane. This is anthill electronic insanity. By flooding uh, chat rooms with pro-police comments, the team turned the tone of online comment from negative to positive in just about 20 minutes. That's about all the time they've got, because according to one official newspaper editor who refused to be named... Why am I not surprised? Propaganda authorities now calculate that confronted with a public controversy, local officials have a window of about two hours to block information and flood the web with their own line before the reaction of citizens is beyond control. That means the Chinese government has only two hours. They've only got two hours to put their great big finger in the great big hole in that great big dike that abuts the great big information highway.
1: In distant Dung Dong province, flowering entrepreneur Chin Fat was thrown into the deepest solitary confinement well for harboring bicameral thoughts. He figured he bought the farm. So he did, because he remembered to dial all the numbers you need to know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, plus ninety.
2: See Doc Fat, 30,000 short, Duck Dong Future Farm Futures, and that's confirmed.
1: And that was the call that bought the farm, that floated the loan, that skinned the cat, that fed the village, that built the dam, that drained the wealth, that lifted the life of Chin Fat. Hello, Charles Fat, Worldwide Dung Dong, Duck Link, and Densoff. Global success is in your finger when you dial 1234-7856-90. Wow, I can't think of any other numbers. Buy the numbers. Only 10 cents a mile from anywhere, no matter what they're calling you.
0: Yeah, I'm being tough on the Chinese tonight. <laughs> I've hardly begun. Here's a tough one to read. Again, the gray lady crusading Chinese human rights lawyer, whose disappearance more than a year ago caused an international outcry, said Wednesday that he was abandoning his once prominent role as a government critic in hopes of being allowed to return and reunite with his family. In his first interview since he resurfaced two weeks ago, the lawyer Gao Zhiheng said he did not wish to discuss his disappearance, and whether he had been held and mistreated by the authorities, he appeared thinner and more subdued than the stocky pugnacious civil rights defender of the past, though he said his health was fine. Mr. Zhao said the ordeal had taken a toll on him and his wife and two children who secretly fled China early last year to escape relentless harassment by the police. He disappeared into the custody of police security personnel shortly thereafter. He said, I don't have the capacity to persevere. Sitting straight back in a tea house near his apartment in northern Beijing. On the one hand, it's My past experiences, it's also that those experiences greatly hurt my loved ones. This ultimate choice of mine after a process of deep and careful thought is to seek the goal of peace and calm. His eyes brimmed with tears several times when he discussed his family, especially when he described seeing their shoes when he returned home for the first time on Tuesday. I completely lost control of my emotions because, to me, these are the three dearest people in the world, and now... We're like a kite with a broken string, he said. Among the most dauntless of a group of human rights lawyers, Mr. Zhao, 44, was a thorn in the Chinese government's side for much of the past decade. He advocated constitutional reform and took on difficult cases involving evangelical Christians and members of the banned Falun Gong spiritual group. He was jailed, tortured, and watched by the police until he disappeared 14 months ago. Vague statements from the government about his whereabouts drew protests by international human rights groups, the United States and British governments, and the United Nations torture investigator. Zhao said uh, his experiences from his previous imprisonment and the run-ins with the police, including a time in 2007 when he recounted that security forces gave him electric shocks in the genitals and placed cigarettes in his eyes, those... Those experiences helped him survive the past 14 months. I want to get China out of my life. It's a tough one. Chinese goods are everywhere. I'm sure if I checked out my labels, half of what I'm wearing or more is Chinese. It's easy enough to go to the grocery store and say, I'm not buying any Chinese vegetables. It's easy to get away with and a good thing, too. But I've got to find a way to get China out of my life. I mean, people used to make fun of all the Japanese goods. Japanese don't torture people like this. See? They just don't do it. And I got China all over me. And there's got to be a way to tell these people they've got to stop. This is hideous. This is, this is just not acceptable. So from now on, I'm going to de chinify myself in some way. I'll give you a progress report on the amount of chinoise that I, um, I'm able to, uh, shall we say, vet from my, my life wardrobe. China, man. China.
2: You know, it used to be that uh, we didn't know anything about China at all. Except there was this Mao, there was this Mao there, and there was this gigantic red country, huge, huge, bigger even than the Soviet Union, gigantic. Hey, the Soviet Union. You yeah. haven't said that in years. No, <laughs> no,
0: the word. In fact, I'm, there's a whole generation growing up to, to whom the word Soviet would mean nothing. Oh, uh, except in America.
2: Oh yeah, Obama, the Soviet agent. Oh, that's Come right. On, He's the Please, let's get get with it, get hip.
0: And that's true. Ted Nugent did accuse Obama also of being Mao. This being a Maoist government, so that'll keep Mao alive. Mao and Che, sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mao and Che. It sounds like a new Chinese dish. Will you we like a Mao and Che? I like. I have them on you.
0: Red hot, red <laughs> hot, international <laughs> dish. Never know where it's going to explode <laughs> in you. Uh, when I was in the advertising business, you know, they said, "You cannot make any references in ads. This was radio ads for for movies. Anything that's more than seventeen years old because our target audience won't know what you're talking about. But now mm. that Obama is accused of being Soviet, a socialist, and Mao, these words are
2: back. Yeah, yeah, they've all returned. It's really strange. And, you know, otherwise, i got to tell you, uh, the daffodils are out there and uh, the tulips are blooming and uh, the, 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 asp- the alders are all in green and it's spring out there,
0: Pete. Well, there, there doesn't seem to be any politics in nature. Isn't that interesting? I mean, the daffodils are, are, are not neither politically correct or politically incorrect. They're nothing but intent. It's so what I love about nature is that it's nothing but intent. There's no attitude. There's no no specific program. Well, I guess survival of the fittest or something like that, I guess, if you go into that. But I don't think daffodils are thinking about survival of the
2: fittest daffodil, man. no, They're just hanging, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean?
0: Yeah, but they're, they they're already the fittest. There you fact, go. they came up, they're bulbs, you know, they're doing just fine.